Welcome to Yoke Talk, a look behind the scenes at Yoke Youth Ministries. Yoke is transforming communities by mentoring middle school students, equipping young leaders, engaging local churches, and enriching local schools. And in each episode of Yoke Talk, we have a conversation with the people who are making that happen. Welcome to another episode of the Yoke Talk podcast. My name is Eli, and we are wrapping up our series on understanding middle schoolers this week. So I am joined by a very special guest who is a friend of mine and a friend of the Yoke family, Tori Harden. Hello, Tori. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're we're excited to have you. Um, we are, as I mentioned, we're wrapping up our Understanding Middle Schooler series. So uh, we, have, we have heard over the last few weeks from several different experts talking about um, kind of the middle school experience. We've heard from a youth pastor, a principal. Um, We've talked about trauma. We've talked about uh, mental health, first aid. We've talked about all sorts of things. And we wanted to wrap that up by just talking to someone who is a yoke person, someone who knows yoke, has been a part of yoke for a long time. And Jonathan and I were, were talking about it and we thought um, we should talk to Tori because Tori's awesome. So we're excited to have you on the podcast. So we wanted to have you on for a few reasons. Um, one, since we're talking about middle school students, um, you were a yoke kid yourself. So that's good experience. That's good expertise too. Um, you've also been um, a part of Yoke for several years. You were a Yoke folk for, I think, four years. And now um, your husband, Tucker, is our team leader at Gibbs. So I'm sure we'll be able to keep you involved in some capacity this year too. But um, also because of the work that you're doing now, we think it's um, really awesome um, what you're doing now. So can you tell me a little bit about, about the work that you're doing now and kind of how you ended up there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so right now I'm a social worker and I work with preschool age children who have behavioral issues. I mean, I work with their families and teaching the parents different ways to be able to manage those behaviors. And um, I'm also in school getting my master's degree for child therapy, um, which is super exciting. And when I was in my bachelor's degree, I was actually majoring in human resources, which is in the business college. And through um, just being a yoke folk and seeing um, the brokenness in the world and, and in children and the need for um, strong adults in children's lives. Um, HR didn't seem really like a good fit for me and it didn't seem like my passion anymore. Um, and it was actually Jonathan um, who texted me one day and told me that he thought that there was something different for me out there than HR. And I remember getting that text and being so curious about what he was talking about because I just was seeking to know what my next steps were that I drove to his house. And he was on his porch and I got in the car and I was like, can you explain that text message, please? And we had a long talk just about, um, my future and what that would look like and what my skill set is. And that's really what made me change my major to social work. And so I'm a social worker now and I work with kids and I love it. It's exactly what I was supposed to be doing the whole time. That's awesome. Um, I, I, from my experience seeing you work with kids through Yoke, that sounds um, like the perfect fit for you. So I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that Jonathan sent you that text. Um, me too. <laughs> that's really exciting. So, uh, I want to talk a little bit about middle school, Tori, because I mentioned that you were a yoke kid. So yeah. tell me what you were like in middle school. 
So in middle school, um, I think middle school for me was in seasons. Um, eighth grade was the first time that I ever went to the same school for more than just a semester. And so middle school me was very broken. I had a lot of different issues. I did not have um, a strong support system at home. Um, and my felt like my world was crashing around me. Um, I'd gone through some things in my family with abandonment and just family issues in general. Um, and I was seeking connection everywhere. I, I knew the Lord um, when I was younger, but I didn't really know what it was like to have a relationship with the Lord. Um, I know I, I knew I wanted that, but I didn't know how to access the goodness and the peace that God had to offer me. Um, so I was, I was just really broken. Mm. Um, so you, you said something like you were, you were seeking connection. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that that, that's something that has come up. Um, I think in a few of our episodes that we've talked about is that is something very common for middle schoolers. Like they, they're just looking like they just want to connect with other human beings and they don't really know what that looks like yet you know they're starting to mature and they're starting to understand what a what a meaningful relationship really looks like so um tell me about like um when did you get involved with yoke when you were in middle school um so in the eighth grade i went to northwest middle school mm -hmm. and i was living with my aunt at the time and um i met a friend who invited me to yoke um and so in the eighth grade is when i started going to yoke and i really feel like that's when everything started changing for me. Hmm. So what did that look like? Um, did what, like, what did you feel the first time you went to yoke? So as a middle schooler going to yoke for the first time can be very overwhelming, especially, mm -hmm. especially being someone who did not have a strong support system at home and seeking identity and connection, but not knowing how to get that was very overwhelming. I was that girl who did not want to play the games because I did not want to run in front of the boys because they would make, you know, I was afraid that they would make fun of me for the way that I ran. And so I wanted to participate so badly, but I was also so embarrassed in myself and did not have the self-confidence to do that. And so the young folk who were just so open and so positive and energetic, it really got me out of my comfort zone and helped me see that if I participate in this, I'm not going to be made fun of and it's not going to be shattering to my self-confidence, but it'll actually build my self-confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that is something that is good for maybe new yoke folk to hear um, that it, it can be kind of discouraging when you are, um, when you have a bunch of kids who don't, who seem like they don't want to participate at club, but you mentioned that, uh, just the yoke folk being open and energetic like that is what helped you to kind of come out of your shell. How, how long did that take for you? <laughs> um, probably, probably a few months. I really think it yeah. was when I started to have that kid time with my yoke folk that I started to connect more with yoke and um, I made friends and camp really helps you as a kid make strong friendships. And um, 
And after that, I think I felt more comfortable like participating and opening up and maybe asking questions during the talk and like wanting to know um, more about that. And um, I really think just a few months of persistent and consistent yoke folk along with the camp experience really helped me kind of um, develop a better self-esteem and help me with identity. Um, can you talk a little bit about helping you with, with identity? Like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like I was saying, like I had, um, very low self-esteem. I was dealing with some abandonment from caregivers at home. And, um, when that happens to a young girl, you just feel so invalued and like, you're, you don't know where your value is held. Um, and so, um, what I'm specifically talking about is my caregiver who left, um, my, the feelings that that left me with are why wasn't I good enough or you didn't love me enough to stay. So something must be wrong with me. And so I was trying to figure out what that was, like, what is it that's wrong with me? And, um, yoke helped me see that first of all, that is not the reason that that person left. Um, and that I did have a lot of value in Christ. I mean, yoke really helped me develop my identity with Christ and learn that that I'm a child of God and that is my identity. And I didn't have to be broken or I didn't have to be self-conscious or I didn't have to be um, this horrible person that I thought I had to be because um, of what happened to me and what happened to my, my past, but that I could be a child of God and I could share that and that could be my identity is moving forward as what I was known in high school for was like the, the Jesus freak like the Bible thumper probably like no one ever wanted to tell me anything um because I was always like oh well Jesus <laughs> oh that's so cool so it's you had a, a pretty life-changing experience through your time with yoke so can you tell me a little bit about how that experience affected you moving into later in life when you became a yoke folk? Absolutely. So yoke helped me go from that broken girl who didn't know who I was and, and what I meant to Jesus um, and really transformed me into a person who um, knew exactly what I wanted and um, which was just to share God's love with the world. And it made me feel so loved that I just had to give that back. So when the opportunity arose when I was a freshman in college um, to, to do yoke, um, I was even working like a full-time job and going to school. Um, but I just knew that, that I wanted to give back to the, to the place that really changed my life and my trajectory. And um, I wanted to be that mentor to step into other girls' lives who maybe were in similar situations as me um, and help help change their hearts the way that yoke changed mine. Mm, that's awesome. Um, so I just, I really just have one more question for you. Um, and I wanted to ask you this, seeing as you're someone who has a lot of yoke experience, we have a lot of brand new leaders this year. Um, mm -hmm. seeing as, you know, last year was a pretty weird year. Um, we had a whole lot of recruiting to do this year. So we've got a, a lot of new people starting out, which is very exciting, but, um, I think 
it can be a little bit intimidating when you're first starting um, become a yoke folk, especially if you weren't a yoke kid like you were. Um, you don't really understand the, the impact that a college student or young adult can have in the life of a middle school student. So what would you say to someone who is starting out yoke and is maybe a little bit nervous that they don't have anything to offer to a middle school student? So first of all, I would say that your story matters and your story is going to matter to a middle school student. And so when you share that, no matter what that student is walking through, it's going to be helpful for them. And so um, I've heard from a few yoke folk in the past that did not have the broken childhood or the um, trauma that some other yoke folk had. And so they didn't feel like they had a lot to offer. I don't share experiences of poverty or whatever that may look like with these kiddos. So how can I step into that? But they need to know also that that a strong family system is a possibility. They need your structure. They need your security and they um, need you to step out of your comfort zone to help them feel like it's okay for them to do the same. That's that's some very good insight and uh... I really appreciate you joining us on the podcast today. We're um, glad to have you part of the Yoke family. Thank you. To learn more about Yoke, visit yokeyouth.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And follow us on Instagram at yokeyouth.com.